And welcome back to the Off the Clock Show. You are joined today with your hosts, Sean Gervais from Orbis X, CRM for Detailers, and Marty, Mr. Marshall Hill from the Finance Policy Podcast, as well as Hyperclean Car Care Products. That's right, which I finally got a chance. I got around to testing out a new one of your products. Well, new to me. Um, so I, I swung by my shop and I was talking to the guys oh, and stuff. Early for your tip already, are you, Sean? Oh, yeah, yeah. But... <laughs> tip already, man. I like to put the tip a little in the beginning. Just and then to I see how it feels. Here. Just, yeah, to, yeah, just see to see how, how it feels. feels. You know, ouch, ouch, you're on my hair. Exactly. And then, you know, and then I, I, I let it breathe. I let it marinate. And then I slide it back What'd in What'd you try out? What'd you try out? Yeah, so the glass cleaner. Oh, yeah, it's phenomenal. Yeah, phenomenal. Absolutely. It's hard, Man. right? You tell people about glass cleaner. You go, yeah, but I've had glass. Like, everybody used glass yeah. cleaner. And you just yeah, go, yeah. yeah, it's glass cleaner. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why we never came but out with one, right? Like, yeah. I just never could get excited about it until yeah, yeah. Nick and I go, okay, we got to solve this glass cleaner thing because everybody keeps asking us for glass cleaner. How do we make a hyper clean glass cleaner, right? Absolutely, we know yeah. the problems with glass cleaner. We know the linting. We know the grabbing. We know everything. So how yeah. do we make it from a detailer's perspective with the most user-friendly application and experience in glass cleaner? You're right, man. It's, it's phenomenal. Absolutely. Yeah, and uh, where I tested it out too was um, I was prepping a car, just going over some stuff. We're filming some videos and stuff. So I was helping one of my guys prep a car for tint. And uh, I said, oh, perfect opportunity. And at first, they were trying to pretend like they never received it. And I was like, no, 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 no. There, there was a bottle specifically for me. I said, it's got to be here. So it wasn't a full bottle anymore, but I still got to test it out. So I was happy about that. So anyways, we're, we're going to have to get tons more. Uh, but on that note, we have this thing that we built. Um, it's a, like a compressor type thing, not compressor, but we, we can use it to like spray out solutions and stuff like that. And, uh, but we built our own, it's like a manual pump type thing, but it sits on a wall and you can remove it too. Um, I, I think we could fill that thing full because it's, we have those docked in our tinting bay. And I was thinking that would be freaking awesome. You know, if you need to spill some over the edge, all good, man. It's yeah. fills. Full as you can get it. Yeah, man. <laughs> fill it. Fill it. Yeah, just fill it. And that's why I was wondering what sizes you have. You know, because like, me, I'm not a nozzle guy. I like the you're, I like the you're like, you I think I can fill it full. I'm like, yeah, you can. Absolutely. You can definitely fill it full. All the way to the brim and make sure it's even flowing it's over. So yeah, yeah. You know Spill that it's all the way full. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, don't leave even one particle of air. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's <laughs> exactly what you want to hear. What are you yeah. sipping on there? I saw you pouring something. Something special? Uh, this is from Great Divide. Uh, I tried it yesterday. It's quite delicious. It is peach Ooh. milkshake IPA. Peach milkshake. I've, I've huh. heard you enjoy peaches. You were a fan of milkshakes back in the yeah. day. They kind of brought you around the yard, I think. And Yeah, but uh, like two in one. I don't know. That's milkshake a... IPA. You just let that joke slide right through. Milkshake brings <laughs> other boys to the yard. I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And they're like, it's better than, oh my God. Yeah. Wow. That, still, brings that was one of the, the, the songs that I still cannot believe they got away with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was put out into so much mainstream. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it was Let's... like, y'all understand what she's talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, like... exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that song, no joke, maybe two, three days ago, I was watching a movie with my kids, Disney on Disney and boom. That song comes up. It was a, a show for like teens. You know, I was watching it with my kids and song comes on. My kids start singing it. And I'm like, holy shit. Like they knew the words and everything. I was like, oh my God, you know? So, cause you have one job as a father of daughters, you know what I mean? Like 
keep him off the pole, right? That's your, that's, that's the whole job. <laughs> and then, you know, they start singing this and I'm like, Jesus, man, you know, like one of them barely could make it through the alphabet a few years ago. And now she knows the lyrics to this, like backwards and forwards. It's like, Ooh, babe, we're in trouble. You know, <laughs> nah, it's good though. But, but they did try to, because obviously I know the real version, but they, they tried to kind of like not class it up, but they tried to, uh, PG-13 it, I guess, or something a little bit, but it was still, the gist was still there, you know, hundred percent still there, but, uh, but yeah. So, so my weekend though, something hilarious happened. Uh, yeah, I think, I think it was funny. So had someone from out of town come visit. It was her first time up in, in Canada and we're hanging out, blah, blah, blah. Surprised at all the snow and everything like that. And like, don't get me wrong. They're from uh, like, just south of here in the united states but just south of here so they still get snow and all kind of stuff but they had this idea of what canada was like you know and so we're driving and i'm like no see like it's normal we have streets they plow the streets they this and that everything's the same i said we don't do like crazy stuff like you know live in igloos or something right we round the corner and no joke i'm gonna have to send you a picture of my neighbor's house because he has kids he fucking made an igloo man (laughs) right in his front yard and they had chairs in it and everything they hadn't finished like a roof so it was almost more just like a castle because but they had started it you could see like they were getting close to the peak you know so it's you could see it's an igloo and i just finished telling my buddy i'm like no listen like see like look we're one in the same you know Mm. yeah so basically uh completely made me out to be a liar about canadian culture because there are people that make igloos obviously um now we don't live canada right I mean, that's, yeah. that's pretty much. Don't you don't you use the maple syrup while you're building well, we're, your igloo? We, we like, coat the igloo in the maple syrup. Yeah. That, that way, it, yeah, yeah. Oh, is that not really a thing? I really thought that was no. a thing too. Like, don't <laughs> no, you guys go out to your igloo and like cut a hole in the ground so you can use the bathroom? Oh yeah, yeah. no, no for fishing. You guys do? For fishing, yeah, but not for. Ah, <laughs> uh, so funny. Like, so we we did we didn't ever think about that with Canada, but. Well, I used to think about that with the Alaskan people. Like we really did. And I, uh, you know, you joke and you laugh, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> until you meet somebody that goes, Oh, you're from Oklahoma. Do you, yeah. you guys, I mean, what are the igloos like? I mean, sorry, what are the TPs like? I'm like, yeah. wait, what? No, yeah. we don't live in TPs. We got a regular house. What are you talking about? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so. Oh, when it's yeah, shoes yeah. on the other foot, right? It's, like, it's true. It goes both when the ways. Shoes yeah, yeah, on yeah. the other foot. My indigenous population has feathers. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't make igloos. We don't do round things. We do spike things in the middle. Yeah, cool. exactly. And and here we have two types. Well, there's a few types, but here we have uh, TPs as well. But then we also have wigwams, which are like, uh, well, it's an Algonquin word for house, but it's uh, basically it's. It's almost like a mud hut type thing. We have uh, wigwams here as well. Uh, yeah. We still do. You ever go out to any of the? I mean, listen, I I love food from anywhere, but Indian yeah. tacos are really good. There's you can find some people here locally that will set up some of those street corner things when you get out a little bit outside the town. Nice. You know, you yeah, can yeah. find that. Or it, what what is interesting is being in. I mean, Oklahoma is one of the hearts of you know the Trail of Tears. A lot of people had to come back here, so. Uh, yeah. you know, it's why we have casinos. That's it's the yeah. land they get to build them on. It's yeah. their right. Same here. And, you yeah. know, it's cool how 
they suffered at one point in time, but now, you know, they're, they're set and their whole clans are pretty well set if they stay inside of what they're doing. So it, it is unique a way they've yeah. been able to do stuff. I, I really enjoy the, the different, uh, you know, understanding more of their religion, you know, their uh, spiritualism and everything about the land and what the, what the different songs and dances and the way they do things. Like, yeah. I, I think that that's, that's seven yeah, generations. I find that very yeah. fascinating. I've got a customer who uh, is at a car wash. Who, I mean, he's full blood and uh, he's invited us out sometime. And I just, I just haven't gone, but at one point in time, I do want to like, yeah. they say you can come There's just certain places that you can only sit and things like that, but you can watch yeah. a whole, like, you know, man, yes, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, a lot of them powwows. Yeah, we we yeah. call them powwows, uh, but like there's different nations too. Like in Canada, there's like 140 something different like tribes and nations, so it's tough to keep up. Uh, our biggest one here is the Mohawks. They're huge. There's like uh, they're part of a thing called the Six Nations. There's six different like nations within a larger nation, um, and they're, they're over a million strong. Like they're they're huge. One of the biggest ones. Anytime there's like uh, protests or something like that, usually it's the Mohawks involved because they're the largest group, but the land they control is very strategic as well. Uh, so like Montreal, the bridge, uh, there's a little city there, Chateauguay, it's uh, part of the reserve. And there's a lot of people that work in Montreal. They're not indigenous at all, but they live in Chateauguay. And sometimes if there's a dispute with the government or something, they just shut down the bridge. And like nobody's going anywhere, you know, and so stuff like that, because I mean, they're kind of at a, a loss of ways to, you know, discuss things with the government sometimes. Sometimes the government listens, other times the government is just like, nah, we've, we've had enough and they don't listen. Uh, they don't even want to talk about it. And so they're, they're left with other options, you know, but uh, yeah, that's one of them. And then similar, like we're kind of in between uh, different mohawk territories and so on either side there's there's a beautiful beach beautiful beach in the tyndenega resort uh resort reserve <laughs> for some resort for others reserve but uh and they there too they there's a huge bridge to get there they blocked it off and uh stuff like that but, but yeah it's uh it's one of those things but mo mostly a lot of places they they just kind of coexist uh, but they're more like urban natives now you know it's not it's not like what people would think where it's yeah. like Oh, you know, you, you have to live off the land. Like, no, I mean, the early settlers of Canada lived off the land, but do they still live off the land? No, we, we have Netflix and Amazon Prime and all this stuff. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's, uh, it's one of those things. But, but yeah, because it's there my was, family. Think, wasn't there a recent, was it Netflix or somebody did a, some type of show about living on the reservation? Reservoir uh, Dogs or something, a remake of Reservoir Dogs? okay yeah yeah i think so somebody did. Yeah, Netflix. I I, i've I, never i've never been on a reservation i don't know i i've never okay you know, yeah this is the only thing i mean like you said i mean most indians here you don't i mean they're just part of right they're just we're yeah. part of them they're part of us we all you know it, it is kind of is what it is now right we're all together you it's know? true yeah yeah exactly it's no, just yeah we're just all a uh, melange of people you know yeah. like it's mm -hmm. yeah exactly yeah yeah mm -hmm. and now here's still get, like that too you can you get stipends you get certain things of being an indian uh i know yeah. there's a, a i've got i know a neighbor who uh they're <laughs> not neighbor like right next door just i know somebody that's in our neighborhood right like okay yeah yeah we, we're in a neighborhood that i built a house years ago that was uh, like a 
second part build on to a neighborhood yeah yeah. But it didn't happen for like 10 or 15 years type of deal right yeah. so <laughs> there's some different parts of the neighborhood uh you know if you catch my drift and one of those is uh it's it's a lady that basically well i helped her one day drive because i felt bad because i kept seeing her walk and she said that she was on disability because of asthma yeah. okay but yet she's also a card-carrying indian who gets a free house oh, and she has free tags i mean <laughs> dude there's some of them that do it the right way yeah 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 you're set it's you true. really are i mean she doesn't do she just chills she chills yeah. she's cool you know like Jeez. yeah 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 see the only benefits i use really are um hunting and fishing that's about it um those because like i see i have my without giving personal info away that's my card <laughs> i'll cover it and then also I got this one here. It's Harvester's huh. card. So you can uh, hunt and fish without a license, um, grow food wherever we want, stuff like that, nice. the right to harvest, you know, things like that. Uh, there are benefits, like my kids have their card too. Uh, but my my wife doesn't as of yet. She can apply because she's married me. Uh, but my sister, she lost hers because she married a non-Indigenous person um and it affects women and men differently depending on the treaties you have stuff like that but uh mm -hmm. but yeah we don't really do too much with it like i mean they, they say things like you know the no tax and stuff like that but so those cards so for here if somebody's a card yeah. care like do you also have indian hospitals like, yeah i guess for you i don't know it's different there but so here like there's specific hospitals if you've got a card almost like a military hospital yeah, you're exactly. the only ones that are allowed to come in and get and it's some yeah. really great healthcare. I, I've got oh, multiple friends that, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's, that's their. And we have that for dentists, yeah. mm -hmm. uh, eye stuff, optometry, all that stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I don't pay for prescriptions. Yeah. Uh, my kids neither. And so it's just my wife. She's the only one that pays. <laughs> but then, uh, yeah, and we have hospitals too. So like when we were going to go travel, we were on our way to Mexico and they introduced a thing where we couldn't leave the country unless we got the, you know, the little jabby jab, the old waxy vaxy. Uh, we had to go. Uh, but the lineups were like, they were like, yeah, it's three months before you could get anything. And I said, no, this is crazy. So then I just called down to Wabano. That's what the place is called. And we were in that afternoon. And I was like, in and out, gone, you know, and then we were in Mexico. <laughs> but uh but yeah, it's it's so there's like benefits like that and things like that. And there's um, that place Wabano that I was talking about. Wabano is an Algonquin word, means new beginnings. And um, so that place, they do all kinds of things, not just healthcare things, not just uh, social programs, but a lot of cultural teachings as well. And so they have programs for kids because a lot of the times there's kids that, you know, they came from up north. Uh, both parents were alcoholics, drug addicts, committed suicide, just something terrible. And then these kids get basically custody of the state. And then the government just kind of throws them into oh, well, you're 18 now, so go fend for yourself. But the kid has no, he's got the mind of like a 14-year-old, you know? Yeah. And so uh, Wabino works with them. They get them in like, uh, the one of the first things they do is get them in like a boxing program, believe it or not. And I used to know a, a good buddy. He used to be like the facilitator or whatever. And he would help these kids kind of get back on track with things. And then where my involvement came in is I work with Wabino to help some of the youth, you know, with uh, some mentorship for business and things like that. because. Uh, you know, just kind of get them on the right track and what to do next. So it's, it's little things like that, you know, but because it's, it's amazing seeing like a culture get just like decimated and then now trying to like rebuild the pieces 
so it's good that we live you know in a city with things like that though if not it's kind of a nightmare you know like yeah i mean you got one of two options we either help people out or next thing you know they're stealing your car like that's those are your options you know so it's like help them become members of society but but yeah without taking a turn for the you know so there's some pluses but we have a shit ton of casinos too absolutely there's uh yeah we we also have some government run ones here too and then but then we have a lot of native ones as well um so that tobacco lottery stuff you know the typical things you'd see but now i'm seeing more and more other types of businesses pop up and i actually have quite a few orbis x members that are on reserves and they've got you know car washes there and stuff but uh yeah a lot of gas stations too because the gas is cheaper right they don't pay all the the government tax so the gas is usually, you know, like 20, 30 cents cheaper. And, you know, so people go there and fill up. But I, I would never fill up there personally. There's a little bit of a bait and switch there that goes on. But anyways, that's part of a whole other story. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, uh, but that's pretty cool. I didn't know that about Oklahoma, though. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. So so we're kind of in like one in the same in terms of because like, you know, there's a lot of places in the United States that don't have a huge presence, you know. Yeah, no, they got sent here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called See? Trail of Tears. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, purposely, boom. That's where you, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Jeez. we, I mean, I remember growing up, right? So, 80s growing up. And, and for the most part, the only really thing of, you know, Indian that we really, this, this just never has been bad, right? Like, but there were, yeah. right? Like, my grandparents, yeah. my great grandparents, they remember battles. They remember, uh, you know, shootouts. They remember stuff like that. Man, um, it's you know, crazy. Was, eh? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it, I know everyone thinks it was like you read in the history books, and they're like, "Oh, that was you know like forever ago, right?" But it's like, not really. Like, yeah. <laughs> there's things, mm, things that were really. quite so, recent. They, yeah. I think the the interesting thing for us was always I, I, Indian. What affected us is there was a law in Oklahoma that was put into effect that uh, because of because of excess drinking and because we were a religious you know a bible yeah. belt beating state they put into yeah. a law a long time ago the amount of alcohol that could be served in a beer wow limit the amount of drunk you know yeah drunk and disorderly stuff yeah wow that's crazy but it was specific there was heavily written into it Wow. Because of you know, and because so of that, yeah. it wasn't until I think five 2017, something like that, 16, 15, somewhere through there. That's when it we finally were able to get. I mean, I couldn't get beers like this. That's why it's a big reason why I celebrate now, having these cool beers, really. That would all make sense. The we history, could yeah. never get anything. Yeah. So and we give shit for the guys, right? And it's funny, I know there's some people of part of our community that also listen to this, and we give some community. people some shit. And we give them shit specifically about drinking stuff like Bush Latte. Mm -hmm. And the reason why is that's all we could get. Yeah, yeah. Like we yeah. literally, and we drank when there was a, a big theory when um, uh, I think it was Budweiser. Once our state went to where they we went above three point or whatever it was, 3.2. Um, that's really low. That's crazy. Oh, yeah, Holy it was shit. very low. Well, we yeah. drank... There was only four states that still drank those beer, but we drank more of that beer than all three of those other states combined. So there was this like that they were going to do away with it for these other places because there was no other reason. Right now, the big beer drinkers in Oklahoma, we didn't need that, you know, low, low point beer and we can have 
Yeah. Nine great uh, beverages like uh, peach milkshake IPA. I, and yes. it, it is good there. It's strange. It's strange, but it's good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a very unique flavor. Uh, something else that's been strange for me lately, and it's 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 also pretty fucking hilarious at the same time, is is the humor of well. Let me let me ask you. How old are you? I'm forty. I'll be forty five here in a couple of months. How old are yeah, you? Yeah, thir- thirty eight. Yeah. Do you remember? Did you ever get a trophy as a kid because you won? Well, yeah. Did, were you? Did you ever get a trophy when you didn't win? No, not when I didn't win. No. Yeah. Unless it was like sometimes. I, so I used to play hockey, and they would have like three different tiers for like the top three teams amongst you know like. 50 okay, but places. you didn't just get a, just for a, a fucking showing up <laughs> for showing up, did you? No, no, right? Like I didn't either, and and I actually I remember there's this. It's called taking we, attendance. <laughs> yeah, well, did you ever play like in school? We would have these like field and track days. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, right. And and you would get a ribbon, and you would compete at different meets right and you would get a ribbon if you were one of the top three finishers yeah but top like top three finishers of each thing and so for us it became then right yeah everybody's going back in and you're in the line before you go in and you're trying to show and it's a big (laughs) right who won who and who i had a buddy named david brandt was always faster than me and and i did everything i could not to be in that same line because i wanted to make sure I could win because when we got back there, we would have to compare how many of the blue ribbons, how many of these, right? Yeah. We didn't compare how many, like just for showing up, like the the guy that got fourth place didn't get a fucking goddamn ribbon. Right. It's true. Yeah. So he went went home with the try harder next time. (laughs) I'm laughing, literally laughing. I have a really great time seeing how many people are handing out trophies and awards. Like for every amount of people that get awards, it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Absolutely hilarious. It's like Oprah. We've all become <laughs> Oprah and <laughs> you yeah. get an award and you get an award and hey, you've been it's around true. long enough. Oh, great job. Oh, you keep doing this and this and this every day. Oh, you're doing a great job. And you get an award and you get an award and you get an award. And it's like, God damn. <laughs> I know there's, there's one for everything now. It's like, oh, top sales on a Monday. You get an award. What the fuck? The rest of his week was shit. <laughs> One even it's top true. sales. It was just, hey, you, you've been, you've been doing. I mean, you can name whatever, right? Yeah, I've noticed that too. I've seen a lot. I of got brands. an award. Here we go. I got an award inside of a, a a group. I'm, I've, I've, I've been putting out and talking to people like. One of the avenues that I've found very fascinating, especially for our distributors and what we're doing and for that and hyperclean, but it's also great for the service side of people's business is to talk to car guys, right? Talk to car guys, people that like their car and talk to them, have communication. So one of those is inside of which I think I did, I think was that one of my tips or something one time about going into these car clubs, talking to them. Guess what I got the other day, motherfucker. What'd you get? I got me an award Woo. for being a top supporter inside of this damn oh, Facebook shit. group. Ding. I've seen those a lot lately. It's like top contributor, top fan badge, yeah. all this kind of shit. <laughs> Just giving out awards for <laughs> you get an award. You get an award. 
you contributed so you get an award like it's true yeah <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I felt so proud of myself by golly <laughs> framed it <laughs> it's it's true though i've seen a lot of that going on a lot and uh, my wife actually she was just telling me she was in a group it's uh it's like a mom's group type thing and she's in a few different types of mom's groups and she you know helps out other moms with advice and stuff like that and whatever and there's this one group that she's in purely because the drama that goes on there is just at times comical and so she you know she just she's in the group because she got invited a couple of her friends were in it and she just watches stuff but she said she posted twice and then they sent her this thing about being a top contributor and she got some fan badge and she said, holy shit, I don't want to be a top contributor for a group that's toxic like this. So, so she left the group. And so she just like left. She, she didn't like, like her reward. Yeah. No, it's like, We're it's taking it back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, thanks, but no thanks, you know? And because you don't need an award for everything, you know? But you I, sure? I've noticed there's a, there's a lot of. There's a lot of rewards being handed out lately, man. <laughs> a lot of awards. Are you sure we don't need them? Yeah, oh, I'm positive. And oh, I think okay. that. I think what it is, is a lot of places are realizing that, oh, shit, if we make people feel a little hint of special, they're going to go show it off and it's going to be exposure for whatever. So they just give away bullshit awards. You know, there's some legitimate ones out there. Don't get me wrong. Like Orbisex right now, like we're sponsoring Paint Assassin of the Year for a group. And, uh, you know, it's for whoever's going to be the best like paint corrector and this and that. But it's not that everyone gets an award. There's They have one winner every month and then they have a yearly winner as well. And so there's, there's a lot of people that aren't going to get it, you know, but that's where better luck next year, level up your skills and it pushes people to keep going. But this, it's almost like this, this communist, everyone gets a reward. <laughs> like it's just, it doesn't work in my brain. You know, it's uh you're taking away the motivation that I feel like a lot of us had when we were growing up, you know, like, like you said, like with our age groups, I look at the kids nowadays, motivating them is harder. I find than you know, like I look at my staff, the, split definitely down the middle the young guys a lot harder to motivate unless i pat them on the back every two seconds for the stupidest little things you know way to go you cleaned out the vacuum today man round of applause everyone give it up for timmy you know but the other guys they're looking at that and they're like jesus really like they just that's not someone gets them going so i kind of have to play both roles so i give out a lot of awards at our shop as well that i shouldn't have to but i i I got to try and motivate them somehow. So anyway, what are your thoughts on this over award giving? Well, I was my thought. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, because you start to look through it, who got awards, mm -hmm. what they got an awards for and what they were doing. And you literally have some people getting these awards and you go, well, I know specifically this person was uh, at fault and causing the, the demise of company. Like, mm. or I know this person has, well, they took a, you know, took some award, but then they were just on this video. This is interesting, right? Like the, the, the guy that's been on the video lately talking about removing scratches, but then other people are looking at the video and going, that looks pretty much like one of those pins we use to circle out dents. Oh, this sure. guy's on there going, do these five things in five seconds and you're going to get these results. But he was polishing off a, a just a, a mark from a pin, not actually a scratch. But this guy has gotten mm. hundreds of awards and people. So sure. I think that to me is when I look at it or, you know, who's given the awards, right? Like 
somebody who hasn't been in the detailing business, but they're handing out business awards. Somebody mm. that hasn't been doing the work, but is going to give somebody an award for something like for that's when I start going, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So this guy doesn't actually have a business. He's never actually been in business. He can't stay in business, but he's giving awards to people for business. What? Makes no sense at all. Like, this guy hasn't worked on cars in years, but he's giving people awards for working on cars. For working on cars. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Odd. You know, let's just hand out awards. Let's do it. You get an award. You get Everyone an award. Gets a, yeah. It's a, it's a nice Oprah feel good moment. <laughs> well, I mean, Damn, but I get it, right? Crazy. Everybody does like to feel special. True. Yeah. But I, I do think one thing is that it kind of detracts from those that are doing real good for the community and for customers and running a business and stuff. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Oh. Big time. I think mm. that, uh, but I mean, like me, I, I'm doing a lot of great things for the industry, but I'm not in it for awards. I could care less. Someone could give me an award, not give me an award. Doesn't matter. Ultimately what's the best reward. You're it's in the, it for it, right? You're in for it, yeah. but it's not just to care, right? You're in yeah. for it, but ultimately it's to build a business yeah absolutely isn't that the ultimate reward 100%. and to do it 100%. in the right way right people 100%. go oh you're just about money no we have to have money yes yeah. it is about money but it's actually about doing it in a purposeful in the right way being able to still exactly have conversations look people in the eyes right like yeah. we, we then hear of stories of people saying yeah I, I tried to talk to those people about some actual questions and they kind of couldn't even answer them or yeah well we found out yeah that guy he's they're not really doing sitting on a couch and <laughs> just being keyboard guy right like yeah oh it doesn't actually ever detail he just hands out awards okay yeah and that's where i think it's a lot easier for people nowadays to just get exposure and live off exposure yep. versus actually doing something, you know, and that's where. Like, and, uh, and I think the reason why that, you know, I guess my ultimate deep down is I've had to talk to people that, you know, recently I shared a story of a guy that I, he, he even told me one of the saddest days for him was taking those off of his wall. Wow. It was the day he closed his business and he couldn't believe that he had to take these off of his wall. It was so sad. They meant that much to him. So it is wow. interesting, right? Yeah. The people that get their awards, they mean a ton. Yeah. But wow. they didn't really mean anything. Yeah. Because all those awards, all the people that gave them to you, everybody that's, it really did just kind of muddy the waters into what is true success. What should really you be created the, a bubble? You felt what like, should be the you know target? What should be the reward? What should be what we're aiming for? What should yeah. it be? Yeah, and for him to have to take him off of his wall, we know that they didn't actually serve any purpose. Yeah, and Except they weren't reflective of his everybody actual. Everybody got business. to feel good. You know? We got to hand out yeah. awards, not give out this award. Mm. Yeah. Exactly. It's uh see me, what feels good is knowing that my payroll is covered. What makes me feel good is knowing that my customers are happy yeah. and are going to return. You know, that makes me feel good. Feels good knowing that at some point I can either exit Auto World or pass it on to my kids or whatever the case may be, you know. Yeah. I mean, I I think, yeah, the big definitely a reward that I give myself every day when I wake up 
I woke up. Yeah. I'm in business. I'm climbing. Absolutely. I'm moving forward. Best best one every day. Yeah. And not pulling stuff off the wall. That yeah. man, that is that is sad. It is. Yeah. It is. Like it's funny, but it's then at the time, same time you go, but it's sad because yeah. how many in the industry are are seeing the rewards and going, I want that person to honor me with an award. Mm -hmm. But then to go, you look under the hood and you go, wait, they said this was yeah. a car, but you're not a mechanic. <laughs> it's true. Like, wait, I thought uh, this was special. Wait, you don't even detail and you haven't detailed, but you're giving me a detailing award. Hmm. Like, hmm. Might as well come from your optometrist. <laughs> <laughs> well, funny. He's, he's got eyes. I, uh, so I got this question uh, because I got a call. I think you'll find this very, very humorous. All I right. had a call earlier from it's a guy that, listen, I I picked up his call, even though I hadn't heard from him in years. I gave him 15 minutes, even though I haven't talked to him three or four years, probably. So yeah. that'll tell you the level of respect I have for the guy. Mm -hmm. Right. But he's a guy that has been working at a dealership. And he called and said, Hey man, can I, I just need to ask you, you know, we keep getting slower and slower. Like you ready? You ready? Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I, I want to start this detailing. I've been wanting to do it, but how do I, how do I get customers? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Hi to you too. Long time. No see like, yeah. Uh, let me give you this magic ticket. Here you go. Yeah, exactly. Just take two of these. Just take two of these. I go, well, what do you think? He goes, well, I've been asking people. Okay. Well, what do you, okay. what have you been hearing? Oh, yeah. I should hand out cards and put them on people's car. Well, how'd that go? Well, I gave out 50 of them and well, nobody called me back. I go, okay, well, I'm pretty sure most people are like you and I, where if you get shit on their car, you just throw it away. Yeah. Okay. What else? Well, I was told, you know, to talk to people. Yeah. What else? Well, you know, like no clue. Jeez. See, right? Like, and feel Man. for the guy. He's yeah. in a spot. He's unhappy. So this is not a, this, you know, we laugh at some things. This was not a laughing moment for me. Yeah. Right? Like this was a real moment, which is why I had him walk through okay well what what do you what have you been thinking what do you so yeah you know overall uh there's thousands and that's why i think you and i try and put out these things that's why i think you and i try and put out as much as we can because yeah there's so many people and i said listen man that question that you're asking it's the same question that if you look around at every single business any single person who's ever decided to create a business, everybody asks the exact same question. Hundred percent. And and, and you know how you know that everyone still asks that same question. Whatever city you live in, yeah. whatever city, yeah, whatever city you live in, just go type in, you know, wherever Chicago marketing company. Yeah, there you go. If there's more than one that pop up. They're in business because nobody knows what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> okay. So, and if, if everybody's, 
it's it's also a double-edged sword because everybody needs it, but few people actually know what the answer is. And that's why I told him, I go, listen, you're asking for an answer and there's not an answer. Mm. There's actually a thousand. There's actually a million answers. It's literally trial and error. And well, so where I went, yes, yes. But it gets just a hair deeper than that. I said, here's ultimately your answer, man. You have to try it Mm. and you have to keep going. Yeah. Problem that most people have is they try something once, twice, three. Well, four. He, he did the 50 cards and then stopped. Doesn't work, right? Doesn't work. Maybe it didn't work in that parking lot. Maybe it didn't work with that card. Maybe it didn't work on the day that you put it out. And you should you also know? have all these other things. You should have a website. You should message Sean and get a website, right? Like you should do this, right? Like you should set up Orbisex and you should do this. Like you got to do everything it's not one thing to get in customers man it's It's true everything and you gotta do it over and over every single day for the next fill in the blanks how long do you want to be in business Mm. so you better learn to do this or continue pay somebody else to do it man and even if you you pay someone else to do it or you got to pay somebody yeah. And if, even if you pay someone else to do it, I think a big misconception too, is people think that, Oh, the solution is I just throw, you know, $5,000 to this company and yeah. they take care of all of no. it. No, 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 no. They take care of a portion of it. Mm-hmm. You still have to do a lot of stuff. Yeah. There's, yeah. You're going to be involved hundred percent, you know, mm-hmm. and there's no company out there that's going to take care of it hundred percent. It doesn't exist because even if you throw a million dollars at it, they still have to pick your brain to figure out like, well, you know, like what kind of customers are you looking for? What kind of customers do you have? You're going to have to be involved to some capacity. And if you don't have a million dollars to throw at it, the best thing you can do is use your time and sit down and think about some stuff you could try asking questions around. That's definitely a good start. I would say Uh, one thing I would suggest is he's asking the wrong people because what works for you might not work for him. Right. It's a good starting place. Wait, Come on. We know who he asked. Friends, oh, okay. his buddies, <laughs> probably true. some salesmen at the dealership. Yeah. Nobody that's actually built a business, right? Like it's true. Yeah. And that's why then, so many, so many guys like him do the same thing, right? Like, I got yeah. an idea. This is what right you said it. I said we say it all the time. It's have an idea is awesome. You can you have ideas. Yeah. It's executing. 100%. It's executing oh, the idea big time that defines, time. right? Absolutely. You know what? Funny Having story. chemicals was not an idea that nobody else had. Yeah. <laughs> well, trust me, if anybody's been to expos, not recording podcast at an expo was mm. was not just a singular idea. Yeah, right yeah. Now there's all these other people at podcast and teaming up with, you know, coding companies with, uh, you know, CRM companies. Magically yeah. how that happened after we started working together. I know, right? Then there's magically tip stuff, right? Like it it's magic how all that stuff happens, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So speaking of tip stuff. <laughs> speaking of tip stuff. Oh man, I'm gonna I'm gonna try that line tonight. I'm gonna be like, so babe, thinking of tip stuff. <laughs> Just a tip. Love you. Jesus. Oh man. So yeah, speaking of tip stuff. What do you uh well I real quick because 
before diving into that, uh, it, this may lead to a tip, may not, but uh, I was listening to something before. You've already we been called talking. out for your double tip. You're. I know, I know. I uh, my bouquet of tips. I know it's because I. Uh, I'm. <laughs> no, that's bad. It's off the clock though. I was going to say I'm a one man gang. <laughs> that's <laughs> tips in all directions. All right, patented. Um, so, <laughs> so basically. I was listening to this thing before we talk. I, I listen to random stuff sometimes. And I was listening to this thing about colors because I was going through some stats at our shop to see if there was any commonalities between the vehicle colors that we see, right? Uh, because maybe there might be an opportunity of some kind for marketing, you know, That's changing cool. the images that we use. If Weird you know stuff. so many people drive this color car, then maybe use that color in your marketing. I like it. That's cool. Exactly. You know, thinking outside the box and stuff, because the default most people go to is, you know, they go to Google and they type in like Lamborghini, you know, and they find a nice red Lamborghini, boom, slap it on a flyer and then away they go. Um, so I was doing some research in that because I was like, okay, we don't see nearly as many Lamborghinis as we do Honda Civics, for example. Right. And maybe someone else's shop is different at our shop. We're focused on daily drivers because I want that consistent revenue. I want them coming in. I want, you know, a guy with a Lambo probably has one Lambo, a guy with, you know, a Honda Civic probably has one for him, one for his wife. He's got his daughter, a Santa Fe, like who knows, right? He's got multiple vehicles. There's a lot of opportunities there. That's our sweet spot. So I was doing some research on the colors that we see and, you know, the, the age of the vehicles, the type of the vehicles. And then I started just down this rabbit hole and learning about paint colors in general, uh, which took me to two pretty interesting things. One's just a fun fact. The other one applies to automotive industry. Uh, so one was about planes. Uh, everybody's always heard the thing. I'm sure you've heard it where the reason they paint planes a certain color is because, you know, uh, white paint is lighter than, you know, dark colored paint and stuff like that. And so that's been a theory people throw around. There's other theories about the, the cost of, you know, tinting it and stuff like that. Um, you know, it's cheaper to just start with white paint or something like that. There's lots of theories that go out. One of the reasons they do this, they paint them is number one, the resale value is higher uh, because someone's starting with a blank slate. They can put their logo on it. They can envision it. But the other reason actually has to do with the passengers, which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, because when you see a dark colored plane, you think psychologically it's heavier and it's going to be harder to get it off the ground. It's weird. Like you don't even realize you're doing it. And so that's one of the reasons I know I, I made the same face. I was like, that's something I hadn't heard before, but yeah, it's I didn't go there with it. I thought the answer was going to be about sitting inside and it's calmer. And when it's more plain, everybody's just more calm. And yeah, so that's what I thought it was going to be. So, and you're absolutely right. Cause the other yeah. component of that right, is that a white, Hey, there you go. See, community. <laughs> a white plane appealed more because ultimately they wanted gray. Right. But then it, mm. the reason yeah. they wanted gray was because it's the most common color choice um, for vehicles, which is crazy. The more boring the color, the more common it is, except yeah. in certain places. Uh, so, Europe, for example, white is not the most mm. common color. North America, white is the most requested and common color, um, which is crazy. Next to that is um, you've got the grays and stuff like that. And then this whole tangent the rabbit hole i went down took me into house colors and how they came up with beige and grayish where it's like the greatest and that but uh so i started looking through our stats to see you know what the most common colors were and so 
Gray wasn't on the list in terms of the top top. I mean, we could give it a participation ribbon if you want, but uh, <laughs> but what we had was we had white, black. Those are our most common. Okay, gray was there, but gray was tied with navy blue for some reason, which is strange because every time I've gone to my shop, I've never seen navy blue there, and so I, I thought that was weird that it showed up on the list. But then I was asking my guys, I was like, hey, I ran these stats. This is what I saw. How come every time I come in, I don't see a navy blue car there? And so what was interesting is they told me navy blue because a lot of the Uber drivers, that's the color of their car. And they said, they're not here very long. They're here just for a quick interior. We call it the mini detail. They come in, breeze in, breeze out, and they're gone. And they said, we take those appointments only in the morning. You get here around 11. So I was like, holy shit, that's pretty interesting. So I did learn some stuff. And so when we do our marketing, like we do ads specifically targeting Uber drivers. Uh, so when we do those like flyers or whatever the case may be, um, when we do those, and by the way, a great, okay, here's a tip, a great little <laughs> free tip. Free tip. You knew it was coming. You knew it was coming. Great little pre-tip. Can't help myself. Go to some restaurants near you. Give them something that they can give to the drivers that come pick up stuff. And anyway, that's how we get a lot of our Uber drivers that come in and they get, you know, their cars clean. That's where it comes from. But now we're switching out all the artwork we're putting in Honda Civics and Hyundai Elantras because those are the most common ones that we see and the Sonata. And we're going to switch those out and we're putting blue because if they see it, they can almost see their car, right? That's what we want. Putting a picture of a Lambo and then targeting Uber drivers, it's the wrong messages. You know what I mean? Which does bring me to my tip. Little tip. Here we go. I don't know if I'm ready. Full tip. Brace yourselves. I'm so, already tipped out, I think. Yeah. So I'll be brief. I was listening to the same thing about the paint colors, and it took me down this road about creating the right kind of bag. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry. I'll be brief. I don't have to tell her. She already knows. <laughs> One pump, two pump. No. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was listening to this thing about Burger King. And Keep your head up, boy. You'll get it done one day. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> as long as it, one of us finishes, we all get a ribbon. <laughs> and the crowd goes, ooh. Ooh, yeah, exactly. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm done. <laughs> so, so Burger King was listening to this thing, and they were talking about their ads and their ad spend and stuff like that. And they've been spending consistently like $5 million to appear at the Super Bowl likely gone up now these are 2018 stats um but yeah i think it i saw a stat the other day or something like every five years it goes up now 1.5 million dollars seems to be the average Jeez. crazy huh yeah Not, but, hey, i think now it's at like seven something damn see they've yeah. got the virtual real estate you know what i mean like they've got the eyeballs but this people. is the interesting question not meant not to dissect from your tip i'm gonna pull your tip out for a second <laughs> I'm going to examine this real quick before we put her back in. All right. Uh, you think it's a good value. If you had the $7 million, would you spend it on a Super Bowl ad? Depending on the product or service I was selling, possibly. Uh, is most yes often, or no? Not a depending. Well, just pick well, whatever. For you my auto shop? Anything. Hell no. <laughs> what? You know? For my auto shop, hell no. Yeah, so that's no. what I mean by depends on what it is but that just, I'm selling. Could, if you had like, picking, I would say I would say hundred percent, hundred percent, and it's seven time. million dollars. Yeah, seven million dollars, absolutely. But the number of viewers that they have, 
See, I don't know enough about what you get for the seven million to adequately answer this. Because if it's you just get a like, thirty fucking second commercial, is what that's you it, get. Just one time. Yeah. Jesus Lord, it have to be a good fucking thirty seconds. It has to, right? Yeah, but they're because like they've Go always. Daddy. This is why I find it fascinating. They've always said and this is those those people yeah. always talk. But this is the only time you're going to have that many people's attention, right? Yeah, it's you got to spend to hit. Yeah, until you look at somebody like Mr. Beast who goes, mm. "Hey, anybody want to pay me seven million dollars to have a hundred million people look?" Right? <laughs> yeah. You get plenty more than that off of those videos, and that dude doesn't make seven million dollars. That's true. Well, so see, would you pay it? I wouldn't. Okay, now we're going backwards. Yeah. yeah, see, I would if I had the right product and offer, but I wouldn't in 95% of scenarios. And the reason is in particular because of the rest of my tip. Because Burger King, they did all right. Let's go back. I'm gonna put my tip back in. All right. So <laughs> so Burger King did it. Technically now, counts as multiple tips if it goes out and back in, right? I think it's still the same tip. Unless I put it a little further, then it's it's a new t- <laughs> So Burger King did it, but Burger King at the same time, so they spent $5 million on this, 100 million eyeballs, all right? Great. They got their Super Bowl ad, okay? But they did something else that got them 8.4 Billion, billion, that with a B, organic views. And what it was is at the same time they were announcing, well, everyone else is hiring all these, you know, famous, uh, you know, photographers and stuff to set up the perfect shot of their food and, you know, like craft those plastic burgers and make them look good. Everyone else is doing that. Burger King goes the other direction. And they start saying, we're going to use only the best, the healthiest organic food. And they did a time-lapse video of their burger molding. Oh, yeah. I remember hearing about that. Remember that, right? Mm-hmm. That video got 1.4 million minutes of play on Facebook alone. So when you compare that, this what, what did this cost them? Uh, you know, a static video, little post, got viewed and shared and viewed and shared and all kinds of stuff. Now, granted, it was because it was different. It was creative. It was this and that. And so I think what a lot of business owners need to do is say no to the Super Bowl ad, say no to the big ad spend and this and that until they've tried some other things. So figure out what your moldy burger is for your business. What's going to appeal to your customers. And I have an example of this because one of the guys in the group, I know, right? Yeah. See, still part of the same tip. (laughs) Hasn't come out yet. Didn't touch air. So (laughs) a great example. One of the guys in the group, uh, he's an Orbis X member, great guy. Um, he put out a video and it was about, you know, how his shop, how they do PPF and, you know, the, the care that goes in the vehicle and what the product is, how it works. He showed, you know, like the product itself and then it being applied and all this stuff. But the title of his video is what takes the cake for me. And this deserves an award. Um, the title of his video was your first rock chip before your first oil change. And so his whole thing was targeting a very specific audience. So he makes a static video, gets to put it up, and he's going to target people that have just purchased a new car or are considering purchasing a new car and letting them know that you're likely going to see your first rock chip on the hood of your brand new car before your first oil change. And that puts in someone's head the seriousness of, holy shit, I'm going to spend all this money on this, you know, vehicle. 
and before my first oil change, it could already be damaged. So it creates, you know, that sense of urgency to, okay, I got to bookmark this. I got to reach out to these guys thinking of buy a new whatever. And I got to book my appointment to get this taken care of because prevention is better than the repair afterwards. Right. And so I think he did a great job with the video. He's got a very solid, narrow niche market that he's targeting. So he's identified the customer he's going after. And that video, once he makes it, will be able to be reused in future ads and so on and so forth. So he found his moldy burger instead of the 32nd Super Bowl ad. So that's my tip. I will now withdraw. <laughs> that's how you do it. I don't, hopefully the listeners don't go watch this. So they have to, they don't have a visual image. Have the visual. <laughs> hopefully not. Hopefully not. There's a lot more grunting involved. Listen, usually. I want to say, first of all, thank you to all the people that give you shit for the amount of, double tips and extra tips like thank you i should not be the only one there should be more shit given to sean for his extra I, tipping i know what my award's gonna be this year yeah. you're <laughs> gonna get just a big solid tips. tip you're gonna get a fucking penis head and it's just gonna yeah. be the tip like that's gonna look like award. medusa with all the yeah. fucking snakes <laughs> <laughs> and thank you to everybody like we've had people reach out to uh that have bought product from hyper you know from hyperclean and said Hey, yeah. we listened to, you know, listen to the episode. They love the tip section and they awesome. people leave comments. So thanks for everybody Great. that's bought some product and left a comment saying, you know, they listened to the episode. So we really Absolutely. appreciate that. Uh, I want to say for my tip is uh, it's actually kind of ironic. You were talking about the Super Bowl because I'm sure you're like most people. You've gone through the store and you've seen that little sign that says, as seen on TV. Yeah. Yep. Right. Usually it has a star around it or something, right? Oh, yeah. Big flashing as seen on TV. Yeah. I love that section. We have a store here, Canadian tire with a whole section for that. Love it. Yeah. So I'm curious. How about we as detailers? Because around the community, which has been cool mm -hmm. and around the, yeah. the industry, there's been a lot of pop and excitement around some cool television shows that have come out recently. Mm. So instead of sending to other detailers and saying, hey, watch this and support the industry. Mm. Sounds great. And you know what? If you support them long enough, you'll get a reward for it. There you go. Or, or yeah. think like a business owner. Think like people that, you know, stay in business. And you mm. go, hmm, maybe I could do an ass scene on TV in my marketing. Mm. How would that go? Well, you ask, hmm, good thing. We have a new segment of just the tip called the process, AKA the second tip, right? I think that's what you said last week. I like right? it, yeah. So here's the thought, right? Here's where we go, all jokes aside, you get down to it. Here's what I think is, is the tip as seen on TV, right? Mm. You'd put out some type of post or some type of video. Maybe it's you, maybe it's you cleaning something. And you started out with as seen on TV, just mm. like you've been watching and you can list the show. If you know the show or list the channel or, you know, or whatever. So you can tie in, right? Here's the cross marketing. Yeah. Here's the tie in as like seen it. on TV, such and such this show we also perform this level of work, right? Like there's been some really cool stuff on the, the, the TV shows. I, I enjoy watching them. 
little side segment. I enjoy watching them. And I think it's enjoyable to, to, to differ, differentiate the style of detailer, right? You got one mm. guy who buys a car, he cleans it up really well, keeps it two days and flips it and makes 2,500 bucks. Then you got the next guy, right? Incredible job. Absolutely. Almost flawless. Awesome. Incredible. They polished the paint so pristine. And then he scrubbed a, a leather seat with an old tire <laughs> brush, right? Like that was interesting. But anyway, he does an incredible job on the, uh, the car. And that might be what some people would want to showcase. You mm. would go, Hey, and maybe you could put a little bit of, you know, this cool looking car that just got polished or the guys polishing it and go, I seen on TV, but if you're here in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and you would like your vehicle transformed as you see on TV, we do it right here. So click this link below and start your transformation today. I like it. Boom. Right? That's your Boom. ad right there. Easy. As seen on TV, if you're like such and such, right, you yeah. want to get such and such, we do it Got right here. Yeah. <laughs> Just as you've seen on TV, click the link below. I like that. Yeah. And it's it's one of those things that it, it builds that confidence in a you know mm -hmm. in a customer's mind that oh okay, so this is instantly trusted because it's you know made it to a certain level. Yeah. It's yeah. yeah. And if you use that same tool, right? Yeah, I yeah. seen on TV, we even and hold that tool there, right? Like we even use the same type of equipment. He's a detailer in a different city, we're here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Come on down. Yeah. Have your little wave your arm going. Right, come on down. No, that's why I say click the link below, right? Don't, yeah, yeah, don't yeah. tell people to come. Don't come tell people down. like they're watching the video. Click the link below. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They yeah. <laughs> take them to Orbisex booking form. Let them book it. Yes. Well. <laughs> Absolutely. But no, that's that's great feedback because it's really big and it's important to build that kind of instant trust in customers. And that's why yeah. people do that. You know, the as seen on or, you know, it's include that with your Google and you're not review. wasting your time sending it out to other people you're marketing people want to know how do i get customers well you stop telling other detailers to watch something yeah you use that to market to your customers it's true it's so true oh one of the worst things i've seen too when people do the uh like for a like and all that oh, stuff yeah. and then they just completely fuck up their algorithm and then facebook has no idea who to show your stuff to <laughs> next thing you know they're showing your stuff only to other detailers there goes your customers. Well done. <laughs> Don't do the like for a like. Here's stuff. your sign. Yeah, yeah. But as seen on TV, I like that. Yeah. Interesting. And that could expand in other things too. Like let's say if you, uh, well, I have one guy, he does, uh, he's in Atlanta and he does detailing for an entire football team. Um, and so he takes care of all their vehicles, everything for all the players. And I always thought, I was like, well, he does do a good job marketing it. But I always thought like, you know, as used by, you know, like the preferred detailer of, you know, boom, 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 and put logos. You might have to ask for permission. Yeah, you get into some rights and you might start having to pay the owner because yeah, you're true. borrowing off of their brand. So I don't true. know if you can do that. But sometimes all it takes is a simple conversation with somebody. Sometimes it's know. better to ask forgiveness than ask permission. This is true. Yeah. Just saying, you might eventually yeah, yeah, yeah. have to ask for permission. And that but it doesn't even have to be something. Involved, but, you know. Yeah. And also, it doesn't have to be that famous. It could be, uh, I don't know, a local tennis club or something. You know, it could be something like as used by, boom, whatever. Or, or definitely, if you do some charity work, um, it, and I'm sure they'd be happy. You're with trying to take soldier. my tip out is what you're doing. 
and then add in a third fucking tip. God damn it. I do need to get shit on. I need to get shit on myself. <laughs> Every time, too, the, the messages I get. I'm done with like, my beer. That means I'm done. I'm out of here. Yeah, yeah. You can't take my tip out and put your third in. God damn it. I was going to say we were just sharing, piggybacking, but that's worse. <laughs> Never say we're piggybacking when we're talking about this ever again. Yeah, yeah. Never say that ever again. Se- separate tips. <laughs> it, was, it was a joint effort. <laughs> Jesus. I'm- all right, man. Thanks, Marty. Appreciate your time. On that note, I can't wait to get my trophy and my ribbon for the uh, participation as well as the, the your participation is going to be piggybacking. You're yeah, going to yeah. get a participation trophy for piggybacking and pumping out all these extra tips. Is what you're going to get? And a trophy for fucking three. T- <laughs> mm. Oh man, good stuff. I'll see you next week. Appreciate yeah. your time, brother. <laughs> see you.